0: Welcome to The Kickpod, your weekly D&M on the stuff that matters. Hello there. Hi. Last episode of the year. I know, this is just a little bit sad. It is, isn't it? Because I feel like we've been going back and forth planning these episodes Mm. and
1: then our amazing... Nicole. Yeah, our amazing, our amazing Nicole. Our amazing Nicole. Who would have heard from, actually. She was on the kick bump, kick pod with me. That's yes. Nicole. Yes,
0: Nicole is incredible. Yes. Um, and Nicole works with us a lot from our kick team on this mm. podcast. And she said, guys, we've only got one F left. Yeah. So
1: lovely ideas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's say we can't year. fit them all in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just can't believe it. I can't believe we're, we're here. We're in December. Know. It's nuts. It's real nuts. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm fantastic. That's good. Can I go straight
0: into my special share? Because I have to talk about it. Okay. And you – I'm quite sure unless you watch TV this morning – no, I did, don't think you did, but no. you know, I never I know. Mean, you do no, my most mornings, mornings very early, I do, but
1: I watch ABC Kids. I don't watch whatever okay. you're you are You don't watch. It. It's
0: just like that.
1: Ah, yeah, of course. You I haven't watched it. Okay, shit. I'm not no, going to give. Obviously, I mean. I'm
0: not going to give anything yeah, away to anything. anything. Uh, no, and also to people listening because I've done it before. And is I've it got the, got the lot first
1: episode or is it for the whole season? No,
0: two. They give you two. Okay, you know, sometimes and coming out once a week. I would say, so you have to watch it on binge. Okay, yes. So that's another thing that's yeah. I hadn't I wasn't yeah. on bench. Oh, but. by the way, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's a sequel to Second Oh, city. sorry, yeah. yes, it's just like that. It is the is it sequel? Oh, it's I mean a, the follow on. How long has it been? Like a long the time. the next generation, generation moment. Well, of of I mean not Sex generation city, it's still
1: them, but yeah, yeah.
0: So I have. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. I think I felt very emotional at the start. It's so funny. And it's so funny because like I only just watched Texas. I was C- gonna say 'cause like you, in yeah, COVID you didn't watch it when you were younger, yeah. I watched it like maybe two years ago. But to
1: be honest, you'd probably appreciate it more as like a late twenties viewer than yes. you would have when you watched it as a teenager. Like, yes. I think back to when I watched as a teenager and I thought it was, like, cheeky of me watching. As in, like... Because it was probably a little, little bit older yeah, yes. than what I should have been watching. But So I felt a lot of nostalgia mm. watching it, even though I only
0: watched a couple yeah. of years
1: ago. Anyway, and
0: I... Yeah, it was, it was... this. I'm really... I'm not sure what I think about am I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to keep watching yeah. every episode and I'm excited about it and yeah. I'm so happy that it's come out. Yeah. But it is... One thing, this won't give too much away. It won't give anything away actually. Different? It's different. Yeah. It, it seems like every new character they've brought in mm-hmm. is them because obviously there was a lot of issues with sex in the city, mm-hmm. you know, not being inclusive. Yeah I mean, what, there was so Zero diversity. Yeah. There was lots of issues yeah. there. And I think they've tried to solve this is exactly what I think about A lot the new them. Gossip Girl one. Okay, yes. Yeah. And I think every single character, it's like they've tried so, so hard. hard. It's quite obvious almost. Yes. Yeah. And there's one part that I'm going to talk about okay. that you just, it's not going to ruin yeah, yeah, the yeah. storyline. Okay. But Brody, yeah, okay, uh, which is Miranda yes, and Steve's yes, 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 yes. son, yes. the little Brody, yeah. he is now... He talks oh a lot. Of, he like, that. he had, there's a scene where he has, like, he's got clothes on. You can't say, but he's yeah. having sex with his girlfriend because he's like 18. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, and he's so like, weird. and he's, and then there's another scene where he's pashing behind um, at a recital of piano. Yeah. Like, which is completely, you yeah, just don't yeah, so yeah. pash in public, yeah. like yeah, when yeah. someone's playing piano. And, uh, well, maybe you do, but anyway, it was funny. And Miranda was like, what are you doing? And he was like, don't sex shame me or something like that. And I was right. like, well.
1: I mean, but that, yeah. <laughs> it's I, I, quite funny. It's, um, it it is. I mean, because it's great. Obviously, it's great. We want we want shows and movies and everything to be more inclusive and everything. But it is. I, I did notice the same thing with the new Gossip Girl. I, there there was so many things wrong with the old one. Yes. But it was it was very it was quite. It just seems forced. And forced. It's not. Yes, That's exactly. Instead yeah. of
0: anyway, it's and also they had to acknowledge Samantha's uh, not being there, which was oh, a bit okay, awkward. Don't tell me I won't no, tell no, you. It's tell in the me. first bit, but it's a bit like okay, yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, but yes, part, I know this is so. This is not a very big like recommendation type well, vibe, yeah. but I still, I think no matter what, I just love Carrie. I yeah. just love her so. Yeah. I don't know. I just love her. Like even after I watched the show, um, whenever I did, I was like, I need to buy her shoes. Like I just have this like larger obsession, which I haven't yet, but I want to. <laughs> this larger obsession with her. So I feel like I'll watch it no matter what. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was. I'm interested to see where it goes from here. Yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah. What's your recommendation? My recommendation is something I watched last night as yeah. well, <laughs> except it wasn't that. Um, I actually was lucky enough to go to the premiere of King Richard, which is the movie with Will Smith. It's the story of Serena and Vil- Venus Williams as they grow up. And it was unbelievable. Like I loved, loved it, loved it. Couldn't recommend it enough I yeah it was amazing and I didn't know enough about their story like Mm. I I knew a little bit like I knew their dad was very involved but I knew nothing really about like where they came from and everything about their story and it was just so incredible to see that and it was also like great actors and a great movie in itself even if it was like not a true story it was was a great movie, so highly recommend you go see You would okay. love it. I'm going to have to watch it
0: because I watched – so I think it was because that was coming out, but they did a sh- – kind of a documentary have you seen it on no. their lives no I think it was on Amazon it was not great oh. I did I really didn't like they have an incredible story but I just it was a documentary yeah. that I was like forcing myself to watch I, w- I wasn't like wow this is really awesome yeah. wasn't filmed that well
1: you know that yeah I, I mean I haven't seen it but um you know what mum said about it as well she didn't watch it but she was like you know because some people have some strong opinions on I mean they're very strong women and yes. like the way that they are they're incredibly strong and confident and it's amazing But I think this, when you get to see their story and like how they grew up, it really, you see why they are the way that they are. I'm so excited to watch.
0: I'm kind of, I actually turned the documentary off after, oh, I'm going to say 20 minutes. So I haven't, I can't do a full review of it, which is not a (laughs) legitimate review because I didn't watch all of it. But I was like, I'm not enjoying this. But I'm glad because now I kind of get to learn their story from The movie the start. Yes, yeah, so I'm excited. When it, so for us that didn't go to the premiere. Oh, don't uh, ask me that question. Ah, uh, when does it come out? I, I would say oh, usually really the premiere is the it day comes or two out for Fancy, yeah. people. No, but
1: usually <laughs> premieres are <laughs> the day or two before. <laughs> okay. Like, so it's probably out this weekend. Amazing. Yeah. I'm excited to go yeah. to the movies. Yeah. Oh, and that was the other thing. Going to the movies. You oh, know what though? I so usually long. just go to the movies with you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you've already seen it. <laughs> but that's okay. It <laughs> was nice to go to the movies though. Josh and I both said like, oh, this is this is different. You know what? We both said actually, this is hilarious. Any, like, new parents would totally relate to this, but, like, because we have a cinema room at home, which sounds really exce- – it's not a cinema room. It's what we call the cinema room, but it's, like, our room that we go to if we're going to watch a, a big movie because it's our bigger TV and our bigger, comfier couch. It's just – it's not the main lounge. Anyway.
0: So when you're not at the
1: premiere, you watch movies in your cinema cinema room. (laughs) Um, But this is because I'm obsessed with movies. Um, Anyway, and when we're in there though, now that we have a baby, like we can't really utilise the surround sound or anything like that. We always turn it down. we do. I know. Um, Kill me. Um, And yeah, we always like have to turn it down or especially at loud scenes or anything like that. And we were sitting in the movie and both of us, like it's almost like I reached a remote because there was this (laughs) one point it got so loud and I looked at Josh and I was like oh my god it's so loud (laughs) and he was like yeah I know I went to turn it down I was like same because we're just so used to being so cautious of Harvey. you know what's funny about that?
0: So I don't think this about you because like I feel like we watch things at the same volume but Josh sometimes when he's pre-Harvey put on music or so loud things to me I'm like
1: Josh, I can't yeah. take this in yeah. because it is so, so loud. loud. Yeah. I feel like when I think of I Josh. I think he honestly might have, like, he might have damaged his eardrums over I the years. I think he's also very passionate about music, speakers and yes. oh, yeah. surround sound music. where music. I'm just like, I just need to be able to hear it. Yeah. And I also like
0: captions it, on. Oh, so. listen how
1: clear yeah. it is. You can hear every bass <laughs> like, of the bait. Let's I can turn hear my so eardrums hear
0: yeah. exploding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So but that yes. is a very you guys mm. observation. Yeah. I can't say I've been in the movies before and said, this is so loud. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> Love it. it was weird
0: fantastic mm. very good yeah so yeah now for some kick updates yes yes which yes. we have got and it's the last last kick updates of i mean well yeah we do i <laughs> just gonna like <laughs> pop into your ears like no, it's we do hey. share a lot of kick updates yeah. on social media you know, EDMs. There's <laughs> a lot of kick updates yeah. going around. But anyway, for now. So the most exciting one. Mm. I mean they're all exciting, but for me personally, I am so excited about our five to ten kilometer mm. running program, which dropped into the app a couple of days ago. Mm. Now, want to answer a few questions. A lot of people are writing to me and asking if they don't they didn't start on Monday, can they not do it? Mm. Absolutely, you can do it anytime. Yeah, it's not like you not have to start. Exactly. Yeah. You can start whenever suits you. The same thing goes for the zero to five kilometer yeah. program. A lot of people have been asking, How, will that go now? No, 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 no. It's there for you. Whenever you want to start your running journey, we have the program
1: there for you. So we don't say you have to start your running no, journey on Monday. And you have to take your time with it too. Like for me, yes. for example, I started the zero to 5K program when. Most of the community did start it because it was on launch, um, but since then I've I've dropped a few weeks because we had things like you know filming weeks where we were filming new content and just other things that have come up where I haven't been able to kind of stick to the runs and I might have had to go back a week. So yeah, you do it at your own pace, um, but it is so exciting that it's finally done. Yeah. Are you going to do the five to ten k? I don't know. I've been I've been humming and ahhing about it because like I want to because this week is my last week of the zero to five k. Program, um, and I think what I might do for a little bit is keep working on my 5K run. I think I want to just keep with my running fitness. Like, I definitely don't want to take a break because what I noticed during the program was if I did take a week off, I found that next run yeah quite challenging. You have to yeah, you, yeah yeah. So I think for now my goal is to just stick with like two to three runs and aim for that 5K get comfortable or 5K, with it, yeah, yeah. Um, and get comfortable with it before I take that next leap, I think, um, and maybe just, like, work on my pace or, like, I don't know, just have fun with 5K for now because that was, like, quite a big achievement in itself for me. But I definitely think I will. I just don't know if I'll do it straight away. Amazing. Mm. Love
0: it. And, yeah, if you are listening and you've just finished the 5K program, as Steph said, that, that's a great idea mm. to, you know, get comfortable with 5K first. You can go straight into it if you want. Mm. Uh, and then, I- if you didn't do the zero to 5K program, because maybe you could already run 5K, yeah, this is, the this is great. Mm. And it's the same audio guided three mm-hmm. per week. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun. I think it's fun anyway. Anyway. <laughs> also, 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 speaking of congratulations to people. So congratulations to everyone that's finished the 5K program
1: and well done to everyone who smashed the five week hit challenge. So many goodies in there. I um I didn't follow it to a T because I've been doing the program, the run programme, yes. sorry. So we wouldn't recommend, you know, people doing both. But um I did do the hit workouts every now and again and they are so good. So good. I'm so excited. And those those workouts that you were doing in the planner guys for the challenge, they are now in the class bank. So you can go back and do them anytime. So even if you miss the challenge, you can go and see the workouts that we're talking about. <laughs> okay, so we have a kick pod survey. So obviously like we absolutely love chatting to you guys if that's not obvious enough we, we really do and we're really keen to come back next year can't wait but we would love to have a bit of a review of the year and see what episodes you loved what topics you might want to hear next year or maybe some guests that you'd love us to have on the pod so if you are interested in filling out that survey for us we would seriously appreciate it any feedback is so helpful um we will pop a link in our show notes for you to go and fill that out for us
0: Yes. Amazing. And if you do want to, if you do like the podcast and you do the survey, you can also give us a review on Apple. That would be amazing. Anyway. Okay. Last thing tasty Tuesdays. So as you know, or Mm -hmm. maybe you don't know Mm -hmm. every week on kick, we launch new recipes on Tuesday. That's why it's called tasty Tuesdays into the app and on the website this week in this week. And every week in December, we are dropping Christmas recipes. So that is very
1: exciting. So good. You know what's funny about Christmas recipes? I love them so much, but I only revisit them in December. Yeah, like, but
0: that's nice. You don't want to get you don't want to get to Christmas and be like, oh, I've made gingerbread true. every single yeah, month. True. So like, this doesn't taste like Christmas that's because true. you want things to taste like Christmas. Mm, you're right. So like, you do you like your Christmas tree?
1: Yeah. So no, would you keep it yeah, up twelve months of the year? So it's a great point, Laura. Thank you. <laughs>
0: But anyway, but yes, I think that too. Like with Easter eggs, I'm like I really yes. enjoy eating uh, chocolate in egg form. Yeah. The the small ones yeah. where it's hard Did in the you middle. Cabri's now got baubles for Christmas, so it's just I'm, like a- I'm not going to buy them because I what? like to save that for enjoyment Easter, right. for Easter. Yeah, right. Mm. So no, I will not buy them, Cabri, The okay. baubles. All right, I'll keep buying block size chocolate. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, actually, can I tell you my strange obsession at the moment with chocolate? Sure. Mars
1: Bars. That is strange. Yep. I just, really... Do you just buy the pack that's got like all the mini ones in yep. it?
0: Yeah. I'm really enjoying Mars Bars nice. right now. Okay. Anyway. Cool. Anyway, so now for today's episode, mm. we are talking all about year, the year, the year in review, mm. goals for next year. Mm. So last year when we did these episodes, we did two, we did one each. So this year we thought we're going to bring it all into one episode and what could we talk about that could be the most... I don't know if you ever get anything out of this podcast we I mean, we hope that you do but what could I suppose what could we talk about that might help mm. anyone listening the most or mm. is, that, is that the way I just explain yeah, it? Yeah
1: yeah it is but it, I mean it is also obviously it's it's going to be personal to us it's our it's our learnings and our yes. goals and stuff like that so I mean hopefully you get something out of well, our we've own We've tried insights. to be resourceful <laughs> <laughs> and you know
0: what's funny as well last year I went back um, I listened as well mm. to a little
1: bit and then I was like oh, I can't listen to my voice anymore. It was anymore. more of a Q&A <laughs> style last year. Yes. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Like I think we got the community to even send in for Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was talking about
0: how I'm so excited to graduate and go to my graduation. You yes. know what's the most the most ironic thing guys? Still. I have not been to my graduation yet but so th- so. when this episode comes out, I would ha- yeah, I will yeah. have because it will have been yesterday. Yes. And I will have actually. Yes. So I thought that was quite ironic that I was. Talking yeah, about
1: that. and it, yeah, I, I completely agree. And I found it funny as well because um, I was pregnant. I was like twenty weeks pregnant yes. at the time. We kept referring to like my baby, like not Harvey. Harvey. It was so funny. Anyway, yeah. So,
0: yeah. I need to get an outfit
1: for my graduation too. Oh,
0: you know what's funny. But Wait, sorry, we need to start like, the actual content, but I just need to talk to you about this. No,
1: talk to me about this graduation. Is you it wear, like the American yeah. movies where you wear like the hat? And yeah, the that's also was co- Yeah, that's also just. I, didn't I go think to it's universal
0: so across. Right. So you don't have anyone on social media that's done a photo oh, like actually, that. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, you yes, would have, yeah, yeah, have seen yeah, my yeah. So it's a university now. I, well, I mean, I, from what I know in Australia, yeah, you wear the gown. I have rented it. Right. Uh, well, you, you don't buy the gown because yes. like, you don't need it again. But you want to so wear rent it from the uni, it. yes, underneath it. And you know what's so funny? I don't. There is not many times that I really care too much about what I am wearing, right? Oh but this is special. Yeah. You worked not years what, for into this. That's what I mean. Like I actually am like, what do I wear? Yeah. And then I've been looking at things online, I'm like, oh, it's too dressy. Like you don't want to be like and then I'm like, do I want a suit? Like I don't I don't know. Anyway, I think I'm gonna go shopping this weekend. Nice. Because I, I exactly. also am like, do I get the the pink cert scoot cert scoot? Skirt, to suit, mm. Al like Woods. Al Woods. Because, you know, I need to pay tribute to my OG phone, email yeah. address, yeah. Yeah. Ms. blonde yeah. underscore Legally. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd do that. But anyway, anyway, I'm excited. <laughs> so, okay. Now, back to this episode. So we thought the best way to summarise the year for you all mm. would be to talk about our three biggest learnings mm. from the year each. So... Six learnings mm-hmm. and our goals for next year. Mm-hmm. So, Sephi oh, can you God. take it away oh, okay. Whew.
1: with your three biggest learnings? Sure. I mean, do you want me to go through all three of them? I would, okay. actually. Okay. I think
0: that is exactly how I thought this episode would go. All right. No worries.
1: <laughs> um, okay. Okay. All right. Well, um, okay. First of all, I think the one I want to start with, um, which is funny because when I listened back to the last year – In review, something I touched on was, I think, growing even more appreciation towards my body Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: I was pregnant. Um, So one of my biggest learnings is like how incredible I'm going to say my body is, but obviously what I mean is in general how incredible the female body is. I think going through pregnancy and then childbirth um, and then even postpartum and building back up my strength and going through that journey where – you know, I, I couldn't exercise like I used to be able to. And then um, I really had to take things slow and build things up, like the foundations and everything before getting back into it. And um, yeah, I think, and then when I did get back into it, I noticed I'd lost so much strength and fitness and everything like that. And the way that I looked at that wasn't with, like, I wasn't upset about it. And I wasn't down and to my, like I wasn't down on myself or anything like that about losing that strength because I just knew it was all part of it. I was actually really excited and motivated to start from scratch again. Sounds weird, but I think before I was pregnant, we were in lockdown and I think I was the fittest I've ever been. Like Mm. I was doing a kick workout five days a week and I just felt really, really strong, really fit. Um, And yeah, I think, I honestly think it was probably the fittest I've ever been. So I think going from feeling like that to then having to go back I think I'd kind of plateaued a little bit at my at my fitness level and I was quite happy with where I was, but I didn't really want to take it to that next step. Like that would have just been a whole was lifestyle like change. Level? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, And so now that I've had to go back to the start, you know, I can work through that. So when I talk about, you know, my body's incredible, I think where I've grown respect to it is starting that fitness journey again and building up my strength and also just trying new things like, you know, I've been doing the run program. It's very, I've got a very different kind of fitness routine to what I did last year. Um, And I think that I've realized, you know, different things that my body really enjoys and like responds well to and like what brings me energy and what possibly doesn't. Um, But then also the whole other side of things being childbirth and like, yeah, how it kind of goes back. I mean, your, your body changes so much over pregnancy, but like how your organs go from like, being completely stretched out to just like making their way back into place is just crazy and like quite phenomenal. So um that's been a like a pretty a pretty big learning for me and I think um one of the biggest realizations I've had was looking back, like reflecting back on times when I wasn't so kind to my body. Um I think I've come such a long way in respect and relationship with my body because I think without, actually spoke to Ash London a little bit about this when I went on her podcast because she asked me, you know, without those struggles that you had, you know, when you were younger living in New York, do you think you would have been as strong with your body now during pregnancy with all these changes that happen? Um, Yeah. Do you think you would have dealt with it any differently if you hadn't had that experience? And I said, yes, because whilst I hope that no one ever has to go through that journey because it's really hard and it takes a long time to come out of and a lot of people don't, um, at the same time for me, I it, it's allowed me to kind of reflect back and when I was feeling insecure in my postpartum body or even in my pregnant body, I was very quick to realise that they were old habits kind of creeping back in and I've been able to kind of squash them and just go straight into appreciating my body for what it's doing as opposed to what it looks like really quickly. So- yeah, I think it's quite special um, being able to get to that point where I feel really good and I really appreciate my body like every day for ev- for everything that it does um, and that's been pretty cool and I think, yeah, becoming a mum and everything like that has also, I don't know, probably put things into perspective when it comes to things like that, like how I look and stuff like that. It's just such a small little blimp in my list now like I really don't I don't care like I really I couldn't care less um I dress up and I you know do things to my appearance because it's fun not because I feel like I need to or I feel like I need to impress someone I, I do it for me and I think that's been really cool to kind of come to that point in mm, life
0: I love that I I think as well for anyone going through right now because we always speak about confidence mm. and you know you're You have relationship with your body as a journey and Mm. something that even though we've been through a lot Mm. and we've overcome hard things and bad relationships with food and exercise, it doesn't mean that you know we we wake up every single day and like it's we think wow I I never have to think about that again. But what's amazing about what you just said is that if you are going through that right now, trying to build that strength up, and it is really hard, Mm. you are building a foundation for yourself mm. so that yes you're not going to get to a destination and think wow you're I'm happy with myself the rest day. of yeah. my life but every time you as you said like those thoughts start mm. kind of creeping in a little
1: bit you're you stronger. have tools and yeah. you're yeah you're stronger and you realize that it really doesn't matter yeah yeah because you remember like I remember how sad I was in that period. Mm. And I remember where my mental health was at. And I mean, even my physical health and it doesn't make me happy. And so anytime those kind of habits or thoughts creep back in, it's like, I don't want to go back there. Mm. Like, let's let's flip the thought <laughs> around and, and think about something else. So yeah, no, that's that's been a big thing for me. And I, I don't see that changing now, which is really cool. I feel like, I mean, I don't know, who knows.
0: You know what's so interesting about that? It's one thing about the modeling industry mm. that I am grateful for. <laughs> There's not a lot, no. <laughs> In the and it was funny yesterday. Actually, um, Chris, who was the MC at our wedding, yeah. he actually sent me he sent me a message and he said something like "You look so nice" or something. And I just wrote back like "Haha, I brushed my hair today," which you know, it's yeah. my usual response. Your usual <laughs> response, <laughs> anyway. Oh my god, you look so great! It's the lighting. Yeah, and he said <laughs> he came back to me and he said, "Sorry, like I I don't mean to give you a compliment when." You know, when you've done your makeup and your hair, because when you receive that from me, does that mean that you, you then feel that, I, that like, mm. unless you're dressed up, you don't look good? And I was like, oh my God, I've interest. He's like, I'm like, does that offend you? And I was like, I've never even thought about it. Yeah. And when I really, really thought about it, we had this conversation. It was quite deep for a Thursday mm. afternoon yesterday. We had mm. this conversation about it. And it was interesting because it made me really reflect on my time in the modeling industry. Mm. And I think the one positive is that your appearance in the modelling industry is like currency, I suppose. And you literally get valued on, like, if you look good Mm. or you don't look good. Mm. And I feel like because of that, and we've been able to work through caring or not caring about that at all, it doesn't bother – I said to him, like, it's interesting because I literally – like, if someone says, oh, you look so tired, Mm. I'd be like, yeah, cool. I I don't really care. Like, it's just – it was such an interesting – it is such a – and I would really, really – love to know what other people think about that question because it is so true we often compliment people when Mm. they're dressed up Mm. so what does that mean for when we're not dressed up but if you're just dressing up for fun Mm. and you like like you just said before I think and you're in a place where you know you don't feel like you you have to yeah Yeah. you do it for you you don't feel like you have to look a certain way for anybody
1: it's a really nice place to be in it is what do you think about that question I think it's I, I think it makes total sense and I think it actually goes in line with you know that conversation where we're trying to stop talking about people's weight yeah. Um, which is something I'm working on too. Like you, it, it's the language around if you know that your friend has been, I don't know, working out or they might they might have wanted to lose weight or they might have wanted to gain muscle. Like you know that they've been on some sort of fitness journey. Like you, you go to compliment them or mm. give them something. But I think we really do need to watch what we say. And I think what Chris has just said then with, you know, giving you a compliment when you were all dressed up and not wanting you to feel like he doesn't think that of you when you've got no makeup on. It's the same with, like, if you are only really giving someone a compliment when you think they might have lost weight or, yeah. like, y- you know, it might actually trigger them to think, like, oh, I need to be like this to get compliments then. So, mm. like, what, you know, two months ago I wasn't looking good. You know, it might make them question it. So I think um, I think it's a fair thing to say, to bring up. Mm. But, it, again, it comes down to the individual as you just said, because of where you're at and I'm the same, I can appreciate a compliment, even if it is purely on my looks, I can appreciate it, but it's not the be all and end all Mm. for me. It doesn't, you know, that's not why I dress up. That's not why I train or Mm. it's not for that. Um, I do all those things for me. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the aim. Everyone wants to get to that point. So I just feel really happy mm. that I'm there at the moment anyway. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, no,
0: and it's, it's such an interesting topic. And, and I also wonder as well, I said to Chris, I don't know how valid, not that people's thoughts are less mm. or more valid, but I said to him I'm not sure that my thoughts on this are 100% valid because mm. Mm. I have worked in an industry mm. that classifies the way that we look and mm. the way that I look and the way that you look, mm. that you look as white size eight mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. is classified by our society as yes. attractive mm-hmm. you know good enough to mm-hmm. get into the modeling industry to be like a yeah showcase clothing yeah. for people so I, I don't know how I thought I also said to him have, I was yeah. like I don't know if my opinion is actually that valid yeah. because I'm I, anyway there's a it's a big 100%. thing to unpack it there
1: is, it is it's a good one. but thank it's you for sharing that one
0: no, no okay now <laughs> <laughs> no, let's go back to your um Your learnings. Okay. Okay. I love, that's a great, the first one was fantastic. Number two. Imagine if you didn't like a learning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That that was was crap. Try again. (laughs) Um, Okay. So the other one um, is, is a a pretty big learning. And I think it might have something to do with, you know, the last two years going through COVID and, you know, life changing and everything like that, and really making you kind of tune into life and what's, awesome about it. Um, But time flies and just to be present more. Um, So for me, you know, I kind of split this into two. One's more personal and then one's more about work. But when it comes to my personal life, every single day is new with Harvey. Like whether he's got a new smile or a new noise that he makes or a new movement, or he's tried a food and suddenly he likes it or suddenly he doesn't. Like every day is changing and they grow so, so quickly. Mm. And I don't want to miss a beat. Like it's, it's incredible. Um, And so I think for me, I, there's just some sort of super emotional connection with him that when I'm not with him, I'm still thinking about him and I'm wondering if I'm missing something, Um, which has made, which has made me realize like I can't be with him at all times Mm -hmm. and not, not, that's not a bad thing because I wouldn't want to be either. Like there's huge parts of my life that make me me that aren't just being a mum. And I'm not ready. I'm not at that point where, you know, I, I want to just be with him all the time. But I think even people who do want to be with their child all the time and are maybe a 24-hour stay-at-home mom, they still crave that alone time and do their own thing. So it's not that I would ever think that I can get to a point where, like, I just don't, like, don't think about him at all and, you know, I'm fine being outside of the house or whatever. Um, but it's made me realise that when I am with him I want to be a lot more I suppose, in the moment and present um, because I just want to soak up those moments as much as I can when I'm with him. Um, So that's been a a pretty big learning for me and it's also kind of connected as a goal as well, moving forward. Um, But then also when it comes to work, I mean, you know how quick time goes and like this year has been such an incredible year Mm. for Kik. Like our team alone, you know, behind the scenes... Um, has grown so so much. We've brought tech team in house. Like you know, we've got PR. It's just it's almost tripled. It's yeah, yeah, and it's it's really really cool. <laughs> um, and it's just especially when I reflect on how we were feeling about work at the end of last year, so much has changed. Mm. So much has changed, and I just think I I really try to um, I think appreciate the small wins. Um, a lot more these days, I think. I think especially going through a tough time last year. um, Now it's like every little win, every good thing that happens within the team or the business, I like to try and appreciate it because I know that we have these huge goals and huge ambitions and it's awesome because that's what's driving us forward and like keeping everyone excited and motivated. But I also think it's so important to, you know, continue to kind of pack ourselves on the back and pat the team on the back about everything that's been happening. I mean, features alone, things like kick bump, the new website, kick run program, like they're incredible. Like it's, it's so cool everything that we've been able to achieve as a team this year. Um, So I think, you know, being, I think this year I, I was checking in a little bit more with myself and even with the team. And I think it's been really cool to do that. I think by checking in more and celebrating the little wins, um, I think being conscious of the present is one way to continue to be driven for the future. I think that when you're not conscious of present wins that are happening and you're just focused on the end Mm. goal, um, things can get lost and, you know, I don't know, maybe motivation can be dropped because things aren't, people aren't feeling. Um, appreciated I mean you might even feel like you're not doing well enough because your eyes are just on the end goal and like you, you kind of forget about everything that we have done so yeah I think one of my biggest learnings is like I have been trying to do that a little bit more this year and it's been feeling really good and it's been keeping me really positive when it comes to thinking about work I mean I always lo- I love my job don't get me wrong like it's 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 my dream job now and I, and I love it but like any job which again, we touched on last year when we took the reflection. Um, you know, there's there's days or whatever that you're just a bit like, Ugh. but I feel like when you're present and you're, you're happy about the little things that are going right, when things go wrong, you're still motivated to push through and you're still motivated to get to that end goal because you're celebrating along the way. So
0: that is so beautiful the way <laughs> you put that. I think it's made me think about goals and I think when we're setting, why do we set goals? Mm. And I think if I think to why, some of the goals that I'll go into after that I've set, I've set them not because it's not so much about the goal. Mm. And so if we think about Kik, for example, we've got some huge goals, you know, especially in the next kind of 12 to 24 Mm. months. But I think when you really think to why you're setting those goals, Mm. yes, with Kik, I mean, it's all about, you know, reaching as many people as Mm. we can and helping them on their health journey Mm. and feel better about themselves and feel more confident. But it's also... We set goals so we can feel more fulfilled in the present moment. Mm. That's the Mm. purpose because Mm. when you have a goal, you're working towards something, you have motivation, you know, you feel excited Mm. about it and that all helps the way that we feel in the Mm. present moment. So if we're only, as you just said so beautifully, if we're only focusing on getting to that goal and that's all we care about, Mm. then what's the point of setting it? Yeah, yeah. Because then you're going to get there and then the way that we work, we just want more as humans, you know, better, better, better. Yeah. We're just going to set another one, yeah. and so then our whole life is kind of going to pass us by because mm. we're the, the milestones are goals that are you know a year or two apart, mm. and then we're not enjoying mm. the moment. So I think that's so beautiful the way you put that stuff, and I just I, I could not agree more. You know, being and that's one thing. I mean, obviously, I haven't had a child this mm. year. Obviously, <laughs> I don't know why I meant to say that. <laughs> this, this year <laughs> or ever so far. Um, and I feel like that would be from the conversations we've had. It's such an incredible, like, obviously, you have a beautiful mm. baby, mm. Harvey, mm. not baby, because in the last podcast we were saying baby, but now it's Harvey. But it's also that for me, I haven't been through that, but COVID has taught me mm. so much about being present and mm. how much we need connectedness with people and like for me working from home being isolated every single day Mm. is not a life that I enjoy or makes me feel fulfilled and yes it's nice to have a balance which we have with our team but Mm. you know I often just sit back in the office and I'm like Oh my God, I, like, we are just so lucky. Like, look at our incredible team. Mm -hmm. Like, we get to be with them every single day. They're just passionate about this this brand that, you know, we're a part, like, yes, we started it, but now we're just a part of it. And we're on this journey together and it's so special. And I honestly find myself doing it at least twice a week. Like, I just sit and I'm like, I just love everyone (laughs) so much.
1: It is, it is. And I think it's nice to be able to have some sort of positive takeaway from COVID. Um, Yeah. But you're so right, actually, like tying it back to motherhood as well. That is something that I constantly have to remind myself to do is to celebrate the small wins. Um, Before I move on to my next learning, I think I just want to touch on this, but I think so often as mums we're so hard on ourselves Mm -hmm. and – You know, like literally every single night I put my head on the pillow and I think about things that I could have done differently or or better. It's mum guilt. It's just – it happens. Like no matter what you do, it it bloody happens. What do you mean like
0: as in putting him down Oh, maybe he was
1: in front of the TV for too long. Did I do enough tummy time or like I didn't do enough baby – like I didn't let him hold his food enough. I spoon-fed him all day. Like, I, you know, I'm stunting his development. Like you just question everything. Mm. Um, You know, oh, I was at work – you know, and I missed too many feeds or I'm at home and I'm missing work. Like mum guilt just comes in all angles anyway. But I think I celebrate the small wins and I'm talking like I exercised today. I made time for that and I did that whilst looking after Harvey. Like that's great. Put your head on the pillow and be proud of that. Or like, you know, he slept through last night. That's unbelievable. Celebrate that. Oh my God, he finished all of his food and none of it went on the floor. Celebrate that. Like if you celebrate the little wins, it just makes every day easier, mm. I think, even through the tough days. Okay, my last, my last learning, which we have kind of talked on because it's connected to our burnout episode that we did. Yes. Um, but I have learnt that I really need to – I mean I have been really honing in and working out what my priorities are. And releasing the pressure of being able to do everything mm. all at once. You always talk about the quote, you know, you can have everything, but is it Oprah?
0: I think it's actually, if you Google it, a lot of people have said right, it, but okay. you can have everything, but not all at once. Yes. Oprah has also said, said it, it. And I feel like she
1: she's just Oprah. Oprah. So, so we should so quote Oprah. Quote <laughs> um, but yeah, like you it's so true though, you can have everything. You just can't have it all at once. And that is a big learning for me this year because I really tried to make it all work and from no external pressure, like you Comes never. Comes within, doesn't it? It yeah. does. It's you. You've never put pressure on me. You know, to like come back to work quicker or to like do more or whatever. But in my own mind, I was like anxiously think, thinking, like, I'm probably not doing enough, or I need to do this, and I, I'm I'm ready to do that. And if I've had a good week with Harvey, like I think, oh yeah, I'll be able to tackle more next week, so I'll put more on. But then I'll have a bad week with Harvey, mm. and then it's all so overwhelming. So. I think releasing the pressure of being able to do everything at once um, is something that I learned that I I have to do that. I have to release the pressure because like I just, I went through some stages this year that I was completely overwhelmed and had many emotional breakdowns. And that is just not a way I want to continue living. Um, and it just, it also means that when I am at work, I'm I'm not a hundred percent, like as in I'm, I'm not a hundred percent in effort, but I'm also just not mentally there because I'm Mm. exhausted um so I think for me it's like looking through my priorities which is things like you know with kick for example one of my biggest priorities with the business is like helping others and that's like that comes in so many angles like obviously our community like I just we just want to make the app the the what you want like what you want (laughs) to use every day that's what we want to do um we're here for you so that's a huge priority with my goal at kick but then also helping others in the team like I I find so much fulfilment in just being an extra pair of hands for the team um, and working with everyone no matter what they're working on. Um, So that's a priority for me when it comes to work. You know, obviously a big priority of mine is caring for Harvey, so like always going to have time for that. Um, Making more time for me and Josh, that's Mm. another priority that I really – I've learnt that I need to do. And, you know, continuing to make time for like self-care and fitness as well because that is what makes me feel – amazing and energized and makes me tick. So I've learned that I can do it all. I can still be me who, you know, loves fitness and loves me time and loves watching movies. I can still be me that works on kick and connects with the community. I can still be a wife and have romantic times and I can still be a mum for Harvey, but I just can't do it all at once. At all times. Yeah, yeah, 100% exactly. of five
0: things or yes. five views.
1: So, and I think one thing that I learned was that it's not like I can look at next year and think, okay, from my learnings of that this year, I'm going to be 70% this each week, 20%. The, I can't calculate it for every week. I just need to take every week as it comes. And mm. some weeks it's going to be more – I'm going to be at work more. Some weeks I'm I'm going to need a slower week and I'm going to need to have more time with Harvey or he might be teething or might be sick or, you know. And I just want to be okay with, um, yeah, not being everywhere at once and not being able mm. to do it all at once. And, um, yeah, so that is a big learning for me. I love year. that. And do
0: you think from – the conversation we had on burnout and mm. that week. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a bad, that was a bad week. It yeah, was yeah, just yeah. a hard week. Yeah. We think very differently. Like I'm a routine, yes. like ridiculous yes. routine person you're less routine yeah. and that works for you and this yeah. all works for me. Yeah. But when we were speaking through the burnout episode, mm. you said you were going to put more structure. And when I say structure, for example, it's not that like, you know, you need to do this hours each week or yeah. like this exact thing. It's just that you knew you wanted to around this, yeah. but you didn't put too many expectations on yourself yeah. and you just had that priority
1: list. Yes, yeah, Is that helped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, I won't go fully into it because that's one of my goals for next go year. Go into the goal. Real, Whoa, no, closing. Really talking the in, whole closing. No, go, go, go. Okay, I'll really quickly go through this. But yes, it does flow into one of my first goals that I had down was um, around work, and that was to have a little bit of a structure or a plan, and which I've already spoken to you about um, about how how much I'm prepared to kind of come back to work. Um, and it's something realistic I'd like to aim to. So, um, you know, I want to come back more. I'm not ready to come back full time. I don't know if I ever will be, to be mm. honest. Um, and that's something that, you know, obviously we will continue to have open conversations about. But at least having an idea of these are the days I'm going to be in the office or these are the days I'm going to be completely 100% available Um is definitely, like, I can already feel it's going to help me. Like, I can already feel a bit of weight off my shoulder because I'm not just winging it each week, which I know has been hard for you as well and hard for the team as well. Like, not knowing.
0: (laughs) No, but it had. I feel like like, it had structure for
1: quite a while. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... Also like with that, with my other work goal is to really kind of rein things in outside of Kik. So I've got my long-term um, relationships, which I, I, I'd love to continue and that I love working with, like people like Adidas, for example. Um, but I want to also be all in with Kik. And it's not that to say that I haven't been But it is easy, like, if you take on more and more and more to get distracted at times with those other tasks Mm. that you've got to get going. And as I said to you, with the structure that I want to move towards next year and aim to, I do have some days off in that structure and I don't want to fill my days off with work, with other work commitments that Mm. aren't kick. For me, it's like my priority is kick. So if it's going to take up way too much time, Outside of my kick hours, then I will never have time off, and then I will be off balance again. So I am going to kind of rein that side of things in as well. That's a big, a big goal for me to start saying no more. <laughs>
0: well, now you just—it comes back to what you said before about you—you know—you can't have it all at once, yeah. and that's exactly right. Because if you—you you now have you know being a mother yeah. as this big thing on <laughs> you—that's a ability. full-time job, you know—as yeah. well as as kick. And so before you might have been able to take on more, yeah. and that's the same as me yeah. before I could take more things on, but now I know that if I Fill my entire weekend with other things. Yeah, like getting content On Monday, or something. Yeah. I if I I can't show up to work in my best yeah. way that I want to, yeah. you know, and that that's my priority. So yeah. it just it's just working. As soon as you work out your values and your priorities, it's just. Everything. I don't know. I don't know. For me personally, it's like it falls into place and it just makes 100%. sense. And you put less pressure on yourself. Hundred no, percent. And makes decisions great. easier because no, we have to make like a. Th- as humans, I don't know how many decisions we make a day. We a make lot. a shitload yeah. of decisions, and so the the more clear you can be on your priorities and your values, it makes it so much easier. Mm. Your decisions are probably going to yeah. be
1: much better. Made for you almost. <laughs> so yeah, that's that, that's um, some work goals. Um, personal goals, you know, uh, less screen time. I think I say this to myself every single year, but I'm just going to continue to put it in my goals list because at least it helps a little bit with motivation. But I think particularly with Harvey, you know, I'm noticing him reaching for my phone or, like, he has such an interest in screens and stuff like that. And I know that's going to – it's going to happen. Like, he's going to grow up with technology. Mm. Um, so it's fine. I accept it. But I also just don't want him to, to grow up thinking that, like, you know – looking at your screen all the time is normal mm. and that's what he should do or whatever. So I am going to try and be a lot more cautious. I think particularly with the age he's getting to, he is starting to recognize things a lot more and actually take things in. He's a little sponge. He's smart. He's very he's smart. He's very smart. So I mean like he'll literally grab my phone and go up to the camera and go da 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 like he knows you talk into it. They're very smart. Anyway, so less screen time. As long as he doesn't pick up the camera and say so. Today guys <laughs> I'm gonna be making the bonds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's a big one that I will have in my personal goals forever. And then another one is actually this is to do with when I'm kind of feeling overwhelmed or stressed. So hopefully, if I can manage that, then this won't happen so more so much. But one personal thing that that I have been trying to manage and deal with this year is to actually like stop and think before I speak. Um, this really mainly comes in line when I'm talking about talking to Josh. Because I think, unfortunately for our partners, they really, they're like a little stress ball at times. (laughs) Um, And because they're always there, and you know that they're always there, sometimes we take advantage of that. I know I 100% take advantage of that. And I don't want to keep doing that. I think that, you know, I said to you even earlier, we've gone on two dates in the last seven months Mm. of Harvey's life. And I think that really has affected our relationship. Like, I mean, anyone who's had a kid would know that it really does put a toll on your relationship. It also is the most magical thing mm. as well, like because you get to see that the per- the person you love is in love with the thing that you love the most, and it's just it's really beautiful and um, it's really it's been an amazing and magical time. But when it comes to our relationship, it has been hard, and like I, a hundred percent have you know cracked it when I probably shouldn't have or said some things I shouldn't have or even the way I deliver some things like I just Josh is so thoughtful and patient and kind and he is a lot better at managing you know the way that he speaks to me even when he's sleep deprived and all that sort of stuff and that's something that's a goal of mine I want to just pause for a moment because probably nine out of ten times if I actually just stopped and thought about what am I cracking it at is it worth (laughs) it I would probably come to the conclusion of no just leave it. It is, it's fine and then i'd be a lot happier every now and, and then though too. you need to have a uh, i do this you need to crack it about oh something that doesn't i'm definitely get, not saying to get some No, 100% <laughs> definitely not saying that you know next year's goal is to not have any arguments because that is completely unrealistic um but i just i just think that yeah sometimes be more i can mindful really yes what to be more mindful for. 100% Hundred have important arguments only. <laughs> yes, yes. And then fitness goals. Just to finish up for me, um, I would like to continue running, which I yep, thought you'd love, be happy. Love to hear. that. Um, as I said earlier, I don't know if I'm going to do the five to ten k or when I will do it. For now, I just my goal is to do two runs a week at least, just to keep up with mm. my running fitness. Um, that's something that's really important, and also keep regularly practicing yoga because something that I have learnt is. It brings me so much joy. It's also just so good for my body. Mm, Especially when you're running a lot. And so I I really want to prioritise that with my fitness goals this year. Love it. So, yeah, I've spoken now for a long time. No. (laughs) Um, Can we please not just make this podcast about me? You haven't. That was great. Um, Thank
0: you for sharing that with us. No. And and can I say as well, from listening to how – I mean, how long have we done this podcast for now? Three years, I think. Three years. If I didn't listen to our – I don't know if we did a review –
1: I don't know if we like do. after the
0: first year or something but I just think reflecting on our conversations mm. and I'm just like I don't I don't know if this is a very weird thing to say but like I'm not weird. I'm so proud of you. Like yeah. to hear the way that you're speaking about life and just like, I feel like we have, and and me, I feel like we've grown. I feel like we're just old. So much. <laughs> we're older. Not old. We're older. But it's not, it's important to acknowledge yeah. that. I think if you listen back to our first podcast that we did, mm, don't do that. I, I don't even know I what that was about. I think yeah. it was about our journeys or oh, something God. like that anyway. But it's, it's just, it's important to, to look back and, um and I think this ties in really well to my first learning. Great um, segue. Which is, <laughs> you know, again, we've perfected our uh, segue skills. <laughs> Don't joke, joke, joke. Uh, but to trust myself more because mm. I think so often we just live in this world of social media where we're comparing mm. ourselves and why we're not like that and putting mm. pressure on ourselves to be better and mm. comparing our lives to you know the 5% highlight reel of other peoples. And I think for that reason, it's very hard to acknowledge when you have grown as a human and when you have learnt mm. um, and when you can be proud of yourself. And so that for me has been something that you know, listening to that podcast. I actually couldn't listen to all of it, the one from last year. Because yeah. I was, I getting was getting getting so it. sad at how sad I was yeah. and how my confidence was just like yep. so like we went through a lot towards the end of last year and my confidence was just yep. shit. Low, like yeah. it was just so low. And it was hard to listen to because yep. I look at that person now and I'm like and I know, I know for a fact, confidence is again, it's just like we we're talking about with your relationship yep. with your body maybe confidence is even harder because I think I have had a lot of times in my life where I felt super confident and I still going through what we did last year I didn't mm. I didn't feel I had that strength and foundation mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. felt like I'd built maybe mm. you know the foundation just is a little bit smaller mm-hmm. than the foundation I have built with with my body image and how I feel about myself but I don't I mean it's hard to say I can't say I don't want to ever get back there again because I feel like you can't say that because you just never know what's gonna come in life, but I look back at that person on that podcast last year, and I don't even really recognize much of myself, which I am so proud of because I'm not in that mindset yeah, anymore, yeah, and yeah, I'm just proud that I've got through it,
1: yeah,, and should I be. got through it, you know you I didn't be. i yeah. It's like, it's polarizing your confidence. I can't even tell you. I mean, I, I try to tell you all the time, <laughs> um, but like, it's, it's been so amazing to see how much it's changed your confidence, um, it, particularly in, in the workplace, but also in just like who you are in general. Mm. It's, I feel like you're really coming to a point of pure acceptance as to who you are as a person mm. and caring less and less like you still do and you always will because of your anxiety you always will have you know in the back of your mind you'll think about what other people think but you are I'm noticing you are caring less Mm. and you are just comfortable in being yourself um in any facet of life which is just yeah you should be really really proud
0: Thank you. Yeah, I, I am. And I've I've just let go of a lot of things. Yeah. I just don't, even this podcast, like mm. we used to do all the oh, edits of yeah? this podcast. Yeah. And I honestly. And you used to read every do review and take them so personally. Exactly. And if I didn't listen to the whole podcast before it went live, I'd be like, oh my God, did I say the wrong thing? Am I going to offend someone? Did I? Because obviously, I again, it's never enough. the, yeah, you know, all of these things. Yeah. And I just let go and nothing bad happened. Yeah. And it's like, you just need to trust. Yeah yourself and I think the other thing I've learned through this period from last year is that there have absolutely been people that have come along in mm-hmm. the past year I mm-hmm. mean you've always been here but you've helped me mm-hmm. so much um and helped me through it but at the same time I did a lot of it did myself it and I think that's one thing that I have learned your confidence is not something you need supportive people around you yeah. I, I can't I would not have got through last year without yeah. you
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: without, adult, without you know, yeah. The, the very special people and the people that we've, you know, been able to work with this year and our team and everything. But also I you can't put your confidence in the hands of others. And that's yeah. what I did last year and yeah it got – very small. Yeah. So I think it's so important if you're listening right now and you're feeling, especially with confidence, when you don't have it, it's the worst place in the world because mm-hmm. you don't feel like you're ever going to get out of it, yeah. and it feels impossible. But you have to take control back again because you're the only person who can do that. So that's that's learning number one, and then actually to go the next one kind of really links into this one in that it's that pain, hard times feelings of anxiety are never permanent Mm. and they will always pass and to always remember that because I think when you're going through a hard time your confidence is low you might be having a bad day with how you feel about your body how you feel about yourself someone might have done something really mean to you that you loved and you feel really sad Mm. someone something really bad might have happened or you know what we went through with COVID there was lots of bad things that happened over the past few years and yes there's some trauma that will stay with us forever Mm. but pain in the moment will always pass and I think knowing that and always coming back to that it I don't know it gives me a lot of peace in any hardships that have come up and yes everyone's everyone's a different and they're all relative and relative to your life so just there's always going to be someone that's going through something harder than you yeah that's so you can that's why you can never think, Oh, my trauma or whatever it is mm-hmm. is not as bad as this person they're going through something harder so I can't acknowledge it. You have to acknowledge it because there's always gonna be someone going yep. through something worse. But you just need to remember that yeah, it's temporary and it will pass. That's such a good one. It's like a nice That's such
1: a good one and a like, way to oh, think. I don't know. <laughs> I think that will help me as well a lot with um you know, I've, I've touched on before over the years on this podcast, something that I mentally struggle with is, is managing my stress levels and how it kind of ties in with my reactions and all that sort of stuff. And I think I actually get more stressed because I'm stressed about being stressed. Yes. And if I just kind of let go and knew that, okay, this is just, I literally, as you just said, that it's not going to be forever. Mm. And I probably wouldn't stress myself out so much for being stressed.
0: It's like the overwhelm, you know, yeah, where you have those weeks of overwhelm where it's all too much and you just think that, oh, my God, as you're right, as you said, Mm. I'm not going to be able to handle Mm. next week because I haven't handled this week. No, you just – this week's overwhelming and it's hard and that's okay and acknowledge that, but then it's going to pass and it's not going to be your life. Mm. It's just going to be this day or this week or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's that's a good one. Number two, thank you. (laughs) And then number three is to try – is to better is better than to avoid. And I think all of mine kind of tie in. So mm-hmm. it kind of ties back into number one, because I live my life being petrified of what to say and scared to death of giving an opinion that's gonna offend someone. Mm-hmm. And we can't we can't place everyone, but also I don't want to offend anyone, mm-hmm. especially if it's by me not knowing enough. But um I think I was listening to – I can't remember if I spoke about this on the podcast, but it was it was a podcast – or maybe I just spoke about it with you, I don't know, mm-hmm. I recommend a lot of podcasts. <laughs> uh, but it was an episode um, on Oprah – was it on Oprah's podcast? Uh, was it was an episode between – Oprah and was
1: it? It's fair enough you get mixed up. You listen to like 10 podcasts a day.
0: No, it wasn't. It was on um, the podcast with Kristen Bell and it was oh, yes. with Sheryl Sandberg. And anyway, don't, don't worry about that. What I'm trying to say is it was something that Sheryl Sandberg spoke about. And it's also what we, um, when I had the chat with Denny, what they spoke about as well. And it was that, so with Sheryl Sandberg, she's um, behind Lean In. She's an incredible woman and she's now the CEO of Facebook. Anyway. Her husband very, very sadly passed away uh, around five years ago and she said that she had a lot of these friends, or she had a lot of friends. The first two weeks she was overwhelmed with people like helping her out and, you know, giving her food and being there for her and then everything, it, most of those people, those really close people in her life, apart from a few, just did not talk to her anymore.
1: And they wanted to avoid and her. And they would
0: avoid her. Mm-hmm. And she was on the street and she saw someone that she used to know really well and they, they saw her and cross the road. And she spoke about that and then when I spoke to Denny on the podcast – they were talking about how when they came out as non-binary that they had friends that did not speak to them anymore they and the they thing. weren't not speaking to them because they didn't like them and it was the same thing with Cheryl right. Sandberg. They were avoiding the conversation because they, they – you're right, they didn't want to say the wrong thing and so they thought the best thing to do was was to avoid, avoid it, it because, you know, they didn't want to get it wrong. With Denny, their friends didn't want to get their pronouns wrong and then, you know, with Cheryl, they didn't want to say the wrong thing and make her remember her husband and make her sad. But I think what's when you really think about that, and that's for me, like especially with with a lot of the work that we do. Obviously, we we exist in the public. I a lot of the things that we do are public, and so and also with, I mean, cancel culture is something that I am so fearful of,
1: and that's when it's not out of How our control. Is that? It is so horrible. It's probably the thing that I hate most about having a profile is having that at the back of my mind. Exactly, because like it makes me envious of those who either live life completely off social media or Mm. with no profile at all, who literally are not afraid to – obviously, like, you have to be afraid to some – you have to be cautious and you want to be empathetic to people and you want to – yeah, you never want to say the wrong thing. But what I mean is, like, absolutely free to to do and say and have their own learnings and maybe, you know, mess up and Mm. say the wrong thing. But they do it in private and they can, like, learn Mm. from that and then grow it, cancer culture is scary.
0: Oh, it's so scary. Yeah. It, it is. And it's kind of one of those things. I mean, it's a huge privilege in, in what we're doing. We're, so, we're so lucky to do it. And I wouldn't take that away. But at the same time, I think, as you just said, yes, when you're learning in private, it's easier mm. because you, there's no risk, you know, if you say the wrong thing that, you know, you're there might be 100,000 people mm. that hate you. Mm. But it's now I think in having these conversations, I am not as... I'm obviously still scared of it. I'm not going to – I'm not invincible. Yeah. But I think if I, like, really dig deep into my soul mm. and I mm. ask myself, like, why I'm avoiding conversations or why – I do that when, when people have passed away that I – of people that I know. I don't know what to say and I have thought to not say anything is better because I don't want to muck it up and I don't want to make them upset. But it's actually – it's not the right thing. And then, you know, in what we do now and speaking about things, it's like with the podcast, I'm not as scared to, you know, not – study every word I've said just in case it can be interpreted a certain way because I know deep down that my intentions are right I'm very clear on my values and I can only do my best and I will always push myself to learn and grow and it's like being this I don't know it's this really nice kind of again like this peaceful moment and learning that we're not always going to get it right. It, yeah. People get it wrong all the time as long as when you – it's better to try than not to try. I mean, I imagine, you know, we thought we do with Kick. we could have just not. So many people say to us, and I always kind of think back to this, when we started Kik and our messaging was, you know, about, you know, feeling good in your own body and who you are and, you know, not – and that we'd been through insecurities as well and people said to us, you know, how could you both who are white – size eight women talk to us about body confidence. And we could have taken that and said, you know what, we don't, we can't talk about this, but instead, you know, we, we have, and I think the way that, you know, we've, our brand messaging is, and the way that we talk about things is fantastic. And I'm so proud of, you know, everything that we do at Kik. But imagine if we just didn't, because, you know, someone said that we couldn't talk about it and we were scared of, of doing the wrong thing. And I think we've now created this incredible platform where we've we have truly changed the lives and, and made people feel more confident in themselves of, of tens of thousands of people around the world. And imagine if we didn't do that because yeah. we were too scared to yeah. talk about it because we didn't feel it was our place to, you know, talk about confidence. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think back to that and I just think there's there's never change. There can't be any change in the world if we don't talk about things and try to make the change and I'm not I know I'm not always going to get it right no, but no, I know way, that yeah. I always try yeah. and I will always learn and yeah. I will keep learning yeah. and yeah I feel a lot of peace that's good. with that
1: and then there's also those times when you are getting it right but people just disagree so well that's right
0: exactly yeah. right
1: yeah but you just, as long as you have the right intentions 100%. yeah
0: so that's yeah and then uh with my goals what have I got here oh yes so for me what I've really learned about myself with my confidence especially mm-hmm. is I need to Putting myself feeling uncomfortable is where I grow and where I learn, Mm. and what makes me feel me feel fulfilled and feel like I'm living my life purpose. And so I want to try and say yes to more things that challenge me, Mm. and that you know that align with kick So it's not like I was going to say yes to everything because then I will just be in a burnout stage and overwhelmed. But it's things like you know doing a keynote speech, which is for long anyone team. that doesn't know what that is, it's just when you have to just talk to yeah. people for like 45 minutes or however long it is, but it's not an interview. Mm. You just have to present. Mm. And that's really scary and something that I am so was so scared of doing, but I've done one mm. this year and I made me feel really good afterwards. And it was, you know, the feeling before it was like, oh, why did I do this? I want to cancel it. Like, <laughs> oh I have, why, why did I sign up to this? And then you do it and it's like, oh, I really just proved something to myself yeah. that I can do it. And so I want to say yes to more things that yeah, challenge me and try and push myself out of my comfort zone every month. And then I, just again in Jan I really want to, or in that kind of quiet time between Christmas and New Year, realign on my values again and my priorities because I think by doing that I feel like as we spoke about before with decision-making, it's much easier mm. to make decisions and not – because that was one of my goals for this year was to be more decisive – because you know what, at the end of the day, no decision is wrong. Every decision has led us to here. Yeah, and there was heaps of decisions, probably a million that we weren't sure about. We made them. We're here. So any it, it, the decision is right if if it's right, it feels right for you. And I think if you were avoiding, or well for me, if I'm avoiding making decisions, I don't feel, I don't know. I feel lost and confused, yep. and so that's one of my other ones that, that I had. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't really have any more. Health-wise, I just yeah, – I, I want to drink do more have any water because I just don't drink enough water. Yeah, I drink all my water one. at 8 p.m. and then it ruins then my sleep because then I have to go to the toilet a lot of times at night. <laughs> so practicing. I want to start going to bed earlier and I want to drink more water. And what else do I want to do? Do you have like any particular fitness goals or anything? No, I just like being fit for life. You know what you've said the last three years? <laughs> what? Do a Mar- I don't want – I don't think so I even – So you can, don't even want to do that anymore? No. I just – I just – I just, I, just, I, just, I look to how many hours you have to run. <laughs> I just don't – Right now doesn't work with my priority list. I Maybe I will, but also I don't what I f- feel like Kik has taught me so much is that I. D- it's good to have goals because every it, absolutely when you have been doing something for a very long time, it can get a bit monotonous and like, oh my god, to do, yeah. you know, up again. And motivation comes and goes. But what Kik has really taught me and has and our community is that, you know, our I move my body for my mental health makes me feel good. I wanna feel good. So I'm just fit for life. So I'm going to continue to be fit for life and I'm going to keep running for life, not for a marathon. I'm going to keep doing strength, That's nice, but strength helps me with my running. So that's, you know, but it, yeah, that's good. I love that. I don't know if it's really a goal. It's just a,
1: well, yeah, I mean, it's cool because over this year, your fitness routine has changed and I feel like you maybe have come to what makes you tick.
0: Yeah. Just more balance. Yeah. Listen to my body. Nice. Kicking it. Always. (laughs)
1: Always. <laughs> that's never been, that's never gone. No, that's awesome, Laws. I think that's, um, I think that's really, really nice. I love that sentence so though. I feel like we need to make that some sort of tagline fit <laughs> for life. Um, but no, I think it's, I think it's amazing. And I think you're, I'm really happy to hear all of your reflection on yourself because I think it truly does reflect perfectly like when I when I think about the last year for you and I think from like an outsider's perspective they're all things that I've noticed in you as well and I'm just so overjoyed that you have seen them for yourself because yeah you you're you're doing amazing thanks angel and so are you you usually say angel on text <laughs> angel <laughs> Angel.
0: <laughs> no thank you Stephanie and as I said I'm so proud of you yeah thanks. you're an amazing mum <laughs> Harvey's, Harvey is an angel. We can say that out loud. Yeah, he is an angel. He's pretty good. And you're doing pretty damn amazing. But we're so At balancing excited. Balancing all. Oh,
1: thanks. But um, <laughs> no, so excited for next year. Like there is yeah. so many exciting things happening for kick next yeah. year. <gasps> Guys, you just wait. You just wait. <laughs> Like there's actually exciting things happening so soon that you will know of them before we're even back on the kick pod. Yes, yeah. So stay stay really tuned.
0: Yes, because <laughs> we are we are gone for a few yeah couple of months. Yeah. So this is this will come out in December. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hope you all have a middle very of December, Christmas. and then we'll be back end of Jan,
0: start of Feb. Feb. We will yeah, let yeah. you know.
1: Perfect. Um, And as we touched on earlier, like we love doing this podcast and we do it for you to enjoy. So if you're not enjoying it or like you have some feedback, we have set up that survey. Please head to our show notes and fill it out. Um, Especially if you're an avid listener and you listen every week, we would really, really appreciate your feedback. But I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Our reflection. It was so nice. I don't want it to end. I know. <laughs> I'm like trying to drag but it out. But do you know why
0: it has to end? Because can you tell? I'm oh. so sorry. I'm No, I'm squirging around at my When I say squirging, oh, I'm needs what, to swishing. Yeah. What do you call it? I've yeah, got swishing. it one of those chairs that move around swivels, and swivels, I'm swiveling. swiveling.
1: She needs to Because wait, I really need to go to the bathroom because I've been living my goal of drinking more water. <laughs>
0: Perfect. <laughs> You're already a your
1: head start. But, um, yeah, as always, guys, like, we will not be back in your ears next week, but we will be back next year. So we We're on you social media every day, so, yes, like, don't worry. Yes, yes, yes. It's <laughs> not that you would be. <laughs> you have a magical, ma- magical Christmas and New Year's, however you celebrate your holidays. We hope you have lots of fun and we are, as Laura said, always on social media. And I'm going to wee my pants. So at please Keeper Cleaner, James. at Laura Dawn <laughs> at Steph smith and you can find out more about Keeper Cleaner www.keepercleaner.com and enjoy a seven day free trial if you'd like to check the app out. Otherwise, goodbye. <laughs>